0: Good evening and welcome to another episode of This Can't Be Life podcast. I am your host, Kay The Rebel. If this is your first time listening, I promise that I usually don't disappoint. I am simply a woman who approaches this mic unapologetically and just gives you my thoughts, ideas, and perspectives on things with 100% transparency. And as far as my uh, usuals that listen to the podcast, thank you so much for your continued support. I know that I skipped a week last week. Um, I, just, I just couldn't do it. And I do feel that although I know I said for 2020 I was going to make sure that I try not to skip any weeks. But I just wasn't in the right mindset to give you guys the... Um, the best content, and I really don't want to waste anybody's time by, you know, setting up everything and sitting here in my kitchen, which is usually where I always record, and just talking about a whole bunch of nonsense, you know, people don't have time for that. As far as social media goes, um, Instagram, TCBL Podcast, and my personal page is at KTheRubble, If you need to send me an email, it is can't single letter B, L-Y-F-E, at gmail.com. I would like to give a shout out to the Pretty Authentic Conversation uh, podcast. As you guys know, I do have a one year anniversary approaching on March 21st, and they launched theirs, even though they couldn't tell me the exact date the last time I spoke to both of them. King Gino and King Rube, but I just wanted to say congratulations to them because a year ago in March, they did first launch, launch their podcast and they have just been so dedicated putting out episodes every week that they put me to shame for somebody that's been doing this for almost three years, but definitely want to give a shout out to those guys. Um, another shout out that I want to give is to It's Lit Boston. I attended their second live show um, called Sunday Service, which was, yeah, about a week and some change ago. It was just so dope. Um, the energy, the vibes were unmatched. And the show really kind of made me reminisce about, like, my younger years. Like, all the different music that was being played. Um, and it also reminded me, like, how old I'm getting. Like, damn. But um, the energy, again... Vibes were just dope all around, and um, they were definitely worth um, paying to see, and that was my second time going to um, to their live show, and they definitely don't disappoint. As for myself, speaking of live shows, I know that you saw on Friday, I made my big announcement that I'm having my live show Saturday, March 28th from 7 to 10 p.m. at Wild House Studio in Randolph. I really hope that if you are a local listener that you will come out and support me. Um, and of course, the live show is going to be featured uh, the Pretty Authentic Conversation podcast as well. The tickets are $10 um, for general admission and the link is in my bio on my personal page as well as the podcast page. If you are a fellow podcaster or a host of a podcast, you are more than welcome to come free of charge, but you need to RSVP, which means that you need to DM me to let me know that I'll be expecting you. Um, I'm so excited about it, but also super anxious considering, you know, this is my first time ever doing something like this, but yeah, um, I'm hoping for the best. And this is episode 72. Yes, it is. And what inspired this post was actually something that I saw on Instagram. I know you're like, y'all tired of me. But I don't know. Those are like how I come to my revelations or how I just know like, okay, that's what I'm going to talk about. And um, the post was about double standards but it had a different twist to it which is why it caught my attention it said y'all want to have a real conversation cool keep it peaceful but this is the reality of a double standard women love bathing in for a woman who grew up with a male figure in your lives you all seek a man who will provide protect and take care of everything that he took care of for you We have shoes to fill, and that's okay. But a man seeking a woman to replace his mother is a mama's boy. We ask y'all to do something our mother would do for us, and we get, I'm not your mother, that's her job. Why can't a man whose mother was there for him and taught him love seek a woman to fill her shoes? But it's right, quote, that you find a man to fill your father's male figure shoe Okay. I'm not going to judge the uh, gentleman who posted that. But whoever kind of like wrote that, that up, it's like, you didn't really put much thought into that. You know, and I understand that we all have different opinions and different viewpoints of things. And maybe that's just how that person felt when they wrote that. But I was extremely annoyed because... Coming from like a man, please don't have a discussion with us ladies about um, double standards because women have to deal with more double standards than men ever have had to. We can't wear what we want without judgment. We can't be too fat. We can't be too skinny. We have children by multiple men and everyone has got an opinion. Let a man have multiple BMs; He'll get a pass, you know. As long as he can take care of all of them, you'll hear somebody say. Um, we have to prove ourselves more in corporate America. Like with men, you know, people automatically assume you guys are, are a better fit for the position, especially like in upper management positions. And I just see it all the time in the workplace that it's not usually a bunch of women. It's always the ratio to from men to women, you know you could definitely see the difference. They're always quite obvious. So yeah, I just was like, y'all probably hear uh, my son. He's in the bedroom and he's making noise. And I'm not editing out. I'm a mom. I wanted to record, this is what it is. Um, but back to that post. Okay, so men, providing, protecting and taking care of everything and if a woman's father kind of set the standard for that and this post was saying that a man has shoes to fill um let's be serious here there are women who have grown up without fathers or male figures and sometimes it makes it harder for them to like weed out fuck boys initially but those women who did grow up in two-parent households, um, they get the short end of the stick as well. I don't know too many women who are lucky enough to like find a man that aligns perfectly with who their father is or was. Half of the time, I feel like many of us women settle for less than or we figure that we can date a guy and, I guess, the potential he has and we'll take them as they are with hopes that they will be similar to our fathers if that is who has set the standard for us as far as how a man should treat a woman or relationships in general. But a rebuttal to that post is like, as far as men, y'all need to chill out with the egos and deflate them shits because you don't need to enter any relationship with a woman feeling as if you have to fill her father's shoes. The bottom line is you need to be willing to provide and protect and take care of her regardless, mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally, financially. Because if that is your lady, your wife, the person that you're exclusive to, the person that you're committed to, regardless of who her father is or what her father stood for, that should never intimidate you or make you feel self-conscious at all. You shouldn't feel any different. Or even feel like, oh, you got to big up somebody's dad. Because at the end of the day, why are you bigging up the father or feeling like, oh, I got to fill shoes? There should be no shoes to to be filled at all. Because that's what a real man does. And if you understand that concept of what a real man is, her father ain't got nothing to do with how you're supposed to treat her. You know? I think we kind of have to stop. I mean, I definitely do believe that our parents' absence or presence in our lives definitely influences the way that we have relationships with each other. But I just think for men, like, we're not going to use this as, like, a cop-out or whatever. Like, y'all just got these big shoes to fill. You need to be treating your lady like a queen, period, regardless of who, who her father is. It's kind of like... Whoever made that post, what I got from it is that maybe they're like a man who's lacking something. Because in my opinion, if a man is coming correct in pretty much all departments, women, especially black women, will hold you down. Some of us be acting like wives without any type of ring, engagement, or marriage certificate. And unfortunately... You know, the bottom line is this. There are men who were just left on their mom's boobs for too long. Um, Maybe she held his hand too, too long, babying Kim. And it was like long overdue for her to basically cut the cord. And yes, in that moment, we are not your mother. When we have an issue in the relationship and, you know, we speak up about it, but yet you don't change and you're a repeat offender, yeah, again, I'm not your mother. Most mama's boys are spoiled. Perhaps their daddy wasn't around. So your mom had to fill like a void, probably an emotional one. She always came to your rescue, most likely, and didn't correct you when you were wrong or hold you accountable when you were younger. Because, as the saying goes, which I've heard plenty of times from like old school people, is that mothers raise their daughters and love their sons. So, again, yes, we ain't your mother, nigga. Yeah. The delivery is poor when it is being said, like, oh, I'm not your mother or whatever. But all we're really trying to say is that you got me fucked up. And right now, I don't see a man in front of me. And I'm not your mother. And you're not getting any passes over here. Or I don't want to love you the way that your mama does. You know, that's not even healthy to a certain degree. You know, your version or basically your mother's version of conditional love and your lady's version do not have to be the same. Now, I do think that it's fair if a man wants his woman to mirror certain qualities that his mother has, like making sure the house is in good, good standing in his absence, maybe there's home-cooked meals, She's affectionately, I mean, she's affectionate, you know, absolutely, but you shouldn't ever expect your lady to fill your mother's shoes or to be her in any way. And if your mother cooked seven days of the week and maybe your lady is only going to cook four, then yeah, that's going to be yet another case where she's going to probably need to remind you, I'm not your mother. I'm just not. I mean, there are women who fall for men who cater to them like a father would if we were going to flip this. But we also need to understand that there's a thin line between a man who protects and provides versus a man who controls you with narcissistic characteristics that you mistake as him protecting and providing. But I'm not going to get into that. That, That'll just have me going on somewhere else that I don't even want to go right now. But this is my personal opinion and it's absolutely not a fact. But I think that the worst thing about mama's boys or anyone that's dating one or has experienced one is their, their inability to love their woman or wife without feeling like they're turning their back on their mom. Like, I feel like Mama's boys are just not capable of setting boundaries. And their mothers usually have a lack of respect for their son's union. Like, Mama D's an example. I mean, she's gotten better. But I feel like she's only gotten better with Scrappy and Bambi because he has set boundaries. And unfortunately um bambi has had to kind of like beat that into him it didn't happen overnight but the fact that she had to go through all that was very annoying so again that's just yet another rebuttal for that post about you know men having to fill the shoes you know of somebody's um dad or like it's all this pressure like this this happens both ways this is absolutely not a double standard Mama Jones is another one. I think the last episode that I watched of Love and Hip Hop, because I was so damn bored at work, and I just saw the way in which, um, you know, Mama Jones just totally disregards Chrissy and just has no respect for her. And it's crazy because, I mean, I don't think that Jim Jones is like this full-fledged, 100% Mama's boy, but it just really made me sick to my stomach to see him not even check her like you can check your mom in a very polite way you could just tell her hey I appreciate if you don't speak about Chrissy that way or can we not just do that like her energy was just way too much like just stop there's there's no need and I know this is just TV and it's like a five minute clip that I'm just passing judgment on but It's still an example of the point that I'm trying to make is that, yes, again, mama's boys just don't set boundaries with their mom. Your wife, you know, or I guess the person that you're committed to, the lady in your life, is your priority, which is no shade to your mom. Like when you marry a woman, you start a new family and you build your own legacy, which is solely for you. You just share that with your mother, but that's not for your mother to pass judgment or to dictate what happens for that matter. And any man that allows his mom to do that is definitely a mama boy and he needs to figure out how to stand on his own two feet. Sometimes I also feel like black women fall into like this trap and they end up being someone's mother without even realizing it. Like, we'll be catering to, like, a man in ways that he wished or wishes his mama had. And in these cases, most women get taken for granted. Or the moment that the man does something in the relationship and she falls back from being that person that provided all of those things that his mama had, most of those men, the mama's boys, they get upset. And in that moment, yes, say it loud and motherfucking clear. I ain't your mother. I'm not. Okay? Period. And under that post that I did see, there was, like, a bunch of people that were, like, agreeing with me, kind of shared similar perspectives. Like, no, you ain't feeling nobody's shoes again when it comes to, like, uh, being a provider or a protector, if that's what her father did, you're not filling the shoes, you're just doing what a man should be doing. But here goes somebody in the comments, some female, that she said, I'm his wife, mama, sis, best friend, all that and more. The right woman will love and nurture you regardless. See, this here, you, you're you you're, fucking everything up and and you can keep that. Because, yes, I can love and nurture my man, yes, from a wife's standpoint. I don't need to be your wife and your mother and your sister and all that. I'm only needed to be your wife and your best friend. That, I'm your mom, I'm your sister, all that. Like, you're just doing the most. Like, I'm I'm sorry. Like, I was very annoyed by that comment. Like, girl, just... Fucking go on down the road. I mean, there's only but so much that I could say about Mama's Boys. I really wish that I could have somebody come back on here and give some perspective about it. Um, If you would be interested, uh, a woman, of course, you know, make sure that you DM me on Instagram or send me an email. But before I log off for the night, um, I'm going to do a word with Kay. And... My word for today is that we have to kind of step it up when it comes to how we love our partners. Loving them for who they are is important or just as important as loving them with intent and a purpose. You can love anyone for being themselves. There's somebody you might see on TV that you'd be like, oh my gosh, I just love how raw and real they are. Oh my God, I love such and such. You could say that about one of your coworkers. But when you're dealing with your partner, and when I'm saying again that in in addition to loving them for themselves, that you need to love them with intent and a purpose, is basically like, what purpose does loving them serve you or them for that matter? You have to ask yourself that. And to love with intent, for me, means that if this person was a plan, you're always gonna walk the extra mile to execute that plan. You are dedicated or you love that person That in addition to loving them in general and for who they are, that you will make it your intent to do more than just love them. Be there for them when they're in need. Be in tune with them when you know that something is off. You know, like serve a purpose in their life. Just because somebody loves you doesn't mean that they necessarily serve a purpose in your life or that they have the best intentions for you. And I think a lot of times we think that 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 love is like this package with all things included. And unfortunately, it just isn't. And on that note, until next week, peace.